This is a 38 Medicine production. Welcome to another episode of Successful and Single. My name is Josh J. Warren Rayford. I'm director of hip hop for Pandora, program director for Sirius XM Pandora Now. I'm educated, a homeowner, I got good credit, no kids, and I am very single. And that's what we're here to discuss, why so many men and women like myself are single. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. We're not bitter about it. We just like to have conversations and explore what's going on and get a better understanding about ourselves and hopefully you learn about yourself through this process. So this podcast, I talk with other successful single men and women, which brings me to my guest. And I've actually known him, God, for like half my life now. We went to high school together and whatnot, but uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. So go ahead, my brother. Hey, Josh, man, I'm, I'm Walter Delgado. Uh, people call, you know, they call, I go by Wally. Um, I've actually known about you for way longer because you were like the best baseball player in Harlem for a very long time. That's so, debatable. That's debatable. <laughs> not, in, not in my book, my brother. So definitely I've known about you since I was probably like 12 years old. But yes, we met freshman year of high school. So we've known each other for a long time. And I've been really just loving watching your career. But um, for me, I, have, um, I am in the hospitality business, been in the business for 20 years. I've been a general manager for about the last 10 years. Um, COVID happened, so I decided I have my own staffing company now. And now I am a general manager of Beach Time Rentals, which is here in Clearwater. And I manage about 60 to 70 very high-end vacation properties, um, everything from condos to mansions. Um, and yeah, that's what I do, man. I, uh, no kids. Uh, I may be the only one on your podcast that has been divorced. So I think I bring a new kind of, uh, dynamic to that. Um, good credit house owner, right? All that good stuff. So, um, and definitely fully single. So <laughs> for sure. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't even know that you were divorced. We, we definitely won't talk about that, but, uh, the question I always like to ask, or I, I have to ask for the purpose of this podcast, I don't personally like getting asked this question, but why, why are you single right now? So I'm single. Uh, part of it is I choose to be, um, you know, I was married to a beautiful woman, very nice inside and out. I met her in Dominican Republic when I lived there for about five years. So we moved here. So, I mean, an amazing woman. We just kind of grew apart. We're still great friends, um, but that's been about two and a half years now. Um, and I'm, of course, dating. I've lived in Chicago, which is a great city to date. Um, but we'll talk about that more later, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> for sure. So, um, yeah, part of it is because I choose to. But another part, it, a, a, a part about it is kind of the city you live in sometimes can dictate kind of your... Um, uh, you know, your, your dating scene and, and how, and how fluid it is and how constant it is. And currently I'm in one of the oldest counties in the U S it's like retirement bill here in Pinellas. So it's, it's, it's a little bit different than Chicago and New York city to say the least. So, um, so part of it is cause I want to, the other part of it is the dynamics of my career and kind of the city I live in currently. I feel that. So what, what exactly are you looking for as far as, the person that you would possibly date or what qualities do you look for when actually entertaining um, to possibly date a person? I am looking for someone who is very family oriented. Um, doesn't really have to be on my level career wise. Hopefully she's above me. Honestly, I am not one of those guys that are intimidated by women who are successful at all. Um, actually, that's 
one of the reasons where my last marriage struggled was that she came from Dominican Republic. And even though she had an education over there, it's a different story here, you know, in terms of where your career prospects are. So we had some, some kind of struggles there. But when I do look for someone, I want somebody who's definitely family oriented. And that to me equals loyalty and trust. And it just brings that. I think that's kind of the start of it. And it kind of snowballs from there and what I'm looking for. Um, but definitely someone who is um, and someone who's present, someone who's present in the now. A lot of us, especially at our age, we seem to kind of look back on the past, on the could have, would have, should have, right? Um, I did that time. Oh, this one girl in college, man, I should have kept her. Or wow, why did I cheat? You know, this person, yeah, dude, it happened. So I'm learning to be like that. So um, I wouldn't, ex you know, I, I tried to set expectations uh, for other people that I try to hold to myself too. So um, I think that's, that's the biggest thing, just family and just living in the now. I think everything else can kind of, there's some, there should be some flexibility for me in that and in, in, in other things as I get older. Man, you brought up a good point because I have to catch myself when I think about like all the relationships that could have happened or the ones that, that I've screwed up. So do you have like, a couple of those that you kind of think about now and then like, man, I should have I should have uh, wiped that when I had the chance or I should have wiped that before she like had two or three children. Definitely. I, I always hearken back to like the Bronx tale, right? The three greats, right? The three greats. I probably have like four or five or six because I feel like my when I do, even when I was younger, when I dated women, it was very, fam, you know, a woman that was family or girl back then, I guess, family oriented. So I've always had great partners in my life, you know, and it's ever since, you know, from high school moving up to, you know, through college um, in high school. I mean, not to name drop, but you remember, you know, some names, as you know, Ariana and stuff. I'm still friends with her. Beautiful woman, great family oriented. But um, but yes, I definitely have those coulda, woulda, shouldas. And to add to that, I heard some of your podcasts earlier talking about setting up someone for their next relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> that spoke to me. Dude, that spoke to me because I think the last four or five girlfriends I've had, including my ex-wife, just had a baby three weeks ago. It's wow. like I break up with or we, we separate or break up and the very next boyfriend or person that they have they begin a family that's happened to be about four times already. Mm. So I don't know if it's something with me or something of the quality of my character and just my action. Yeah. Right? Kind of, kind of lead them to say, Hey, maybe I don't want the way he acts, but someone like that. And then they just kind of figure it out. You know, I don't know, but it's definitely happened to me a few times. Hey, I think it's happened to all of us. I, I, I've had experiences myself where I've dated a person and, Either they said they wasn't ready and then I, I, I see like two or three years later, they pop up with the kid and the baby daddy is nowhere to be in sight. I'm just like, well, I would have stuck with you. But that's either here, here, nor, here nor there. Um, but so, on the wound. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. But uh, but but you are open to like having somebody you're not, you know, emotionally cut off because they, they, they've gotten they've been points in my life that I'm just like, you know, I, I ain't trying to date nobody right now. I'm, I'm done with this. Um, but you are open to having somebody. Yeah, definitely. And I've always been that type that needs that companionship. And I've learned that as I've gotten older, you know, when I was younger, I would wonder why, you know, I just would jump from girlfriend to girlfriend or, you know, have, you know, be dating multiple people and, and kind of have that 
like they say that, oh, you know, that three in the morning call that you know is going <laughs> to come through for you, you know, but I've always needed that companionship. And now that I've been basically two years almost without it, like I'm feeling that like anxiousness to, you know, like it sometimes you speak in depressed and that's probably the worst mm -hmm. thing you can do to mm -hmm. really try and press something. And then, cause then it may lead to kind of some bad decisions in terms of the people you decide to date, which has happened to me too. But um, yeah, so you, you, you tend to press when you get like anxious and, and but so um, yeah, I'm definitely open to that for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this because we're, we're at the age that we're establishing our careers. We kind of know what we want, what we don't want. Um, how long do you think you should like really date a person before you get into a committed relationship? I, I kind of go back and forth with this because it's like, I want to get to know a person. Yes. I want to make sure that they're not crazy or that they're not like something that I would end up not liking down the road. But at the same time, I don't want to drag, drag the process out uh, just for the sake of time, because it's like our time is very limited. We're, we're, we're engulfed in our careers. We're doing a lot of things. So how long do you think it should take for you to date somebody before you guys really get serious about each other? So that's, that's a great question because I mean, wow, that's a tough one. Uh, I think, I think it's more about events in life that I think kind of, you know, how long did it take for me to meet her family? You know, how long I'm not, I think that love and emotions, I don't think we should put kind of a, a, a you know, a expiration date on that or, or a start date on that. I think that, um, especially I think as we get older, we should be more flexible with certain, we should hold ourselves to certain standards, but you know, when you say, well, I need this, I need that. And I feel like as we get older, we should be a little bit more flexible in what we're kind of um, willing to um, not accept, but, you know, date and, and, and things that we're looking for in another, in a partner. Um, right. You know, when I was younger, I was very shallow and it was more of a physical thing, right? I'm looking for this. I think that was all of us, bro. <laughs> all of us, right. All of us, right. So as I get older, I'm like, okay, I can be a little bit more flexible on certain things. So when it comes to just meeting someone and feeling that connection and feeling that energy, um, you know, it's like, it's like Hamilton, you know, I don't want to miss my shot. You know, I want to, I want to really like, you know, cause you know, living in Dominican Republic, I remember this man telling me, I was talking about my marriage and he was like, you know, as men and women get older, when we're young, men think, you know, we're the strong ones and women are emotional. But as we get older, it kind of flips to a certain extent. We That's get emotional and women That's are the strong ones. Yeah. So as I get older, I'm seeing women like, you know, don't, they may not want a man who's that aggressive in terms of like, hey, do you want to be serious? Do you want to have a family? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to have this? And then as I get older with friends too, men are like the ones that are like speeding things up. Like, hey, and then women are like, hey, wait a minute. Like, I don't really like to be touched that much. I'm in my career. I need my space. I like being at home with my dog. You know, so it's, it's, it's a funny dynamic how things just kind of almost flipped on me, on us, in my opinion, to a certain extent. So I don't really put a timetable on things like that. I think that if you feel it, go for it. We only live once and and you regret not. Do, I, you know, I'd rather have the, the definite no than regret of the what if, you know, man, that is uh, some good perspective right there, especially about the flipping point, because. Yeah. Now that I think back at it, it was like when we were running around like in high school and college, we were the ones always getting pressure. Well, why won't you get into a relationship with me and all this other stuff? And now 
and I'm older. I'm like, well, you know, I, I've had situations where the woman's told me, no, nah, I'm focused on me right now. I'm like, focus <laughs> on you. Like, do you know who I am? But <laughs> I've had, but I get it. So, I get it. Dude, I've had, I mean, just stuff. I mean, like I have conversations with my cousins, you know, I have a huge family and my cousin, the girl cousins, and they're like, you know, I'm not sure we can curse on this, but she's like, you know, she's like, sometimes you guys just talk yourself out of some pussy or, you know, talk yourself out of it. Like you just thought about that. And I'm like, you know, I sit there and I'm like, you're absolutely right. Like I'm there sitting to, we're talking to women about family and kids. And I'm just like, and she must be sitting there thinking, wow, this guy is going like nuts. Like he's going full in and it's like our fourth week seeing each other. So I definitely feel that. Like, I definitely feel that sometimes that energy. So for sure. That is hilarious, man. <laughs> um, so this is something I kind of go back and forth with is as far as like what age range are you more so leaning towards as far as dating? Um, you know, you can either date somebody that's like young, way younger than you, like in their 20s and stuff like that, still trying to figure stuff out. But a lot of times they're, they're they they like older men because we're more established. They look at us as more stable. Then you have a, a woman that's like in their early 30s, they're getting to that age where they're feeling like, okay, I need to start settling down and having a family, but they're still working on their career. Then you have women who are around our age who probably are established, might have a kid or two, um, but sometimes they 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 have some baggage because of like what they went through. So, you know, all all three uh, age groups have their advantages and all three age groups have something, some sort of issue with it. What what age group do you kind of like lean to or do you see yourself um, dating more often than not? So I tend to um, I have kind of a youthful energy and spirit. So, you know, this successful and single podcast is funny because I'm like, I'm kind of not, you know, I'm in the middle because I became successful and all that kind of later in my, you know, my twenties and thirties, I was just, you know, guns blasting and just having a good time, <laughs> like not even thinking about anything like that. And right. then you know, around 32, 33, 34, I'm like, wait a minute, I think I need to get a little bit serious. And then things started to take off and, and everything's great. So, um, but I, so I tend to date younger than my age. Um, my last kind of dating relationship was the first time I ever dated anyone with, with children. That was like one of my strict rules. I never, because of the, in my mind, the baggage that came with that, right? Right. Um, so, um, the baby, you know, constantly having, you have a relationship with the baby's father, you have to drop them off. And I wasn't that um, confident or that self-assured in myself to be able to have my girlfriend go and drop off her daughter or son at, at the father. And in my mind, I'm like, every scenario is going on, right? In that yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I tend to date um, younger, um, but I'm still a little bit shallow in terms of appearances. You know, I, I like mm -hmm. what I like in terms of what, you know, what I'm attracted to. And so I'm kind of a stickler on that. But other than that, I'm, you know, I kind of like that youthful energy. Um, you know, my ex-wife, you know, we're 40, so my ex-wife is just 28. So, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> so I kind of. wrong with that. No, and she's, and again, but I don't think age, you know, in Chicago, I dated a girl that was 26 and right. she had her career, you know, she had her degree. She was moving up in her career. So I don't think age, you know, I was 35 in, where she at, at 25. So who am I to judge someone, you know? So it's, it's something that, you know, it's just, I think it's, it's where someone is in their life rather than their age to me, it's, it's very important. 
Yeah, no, that that's real, man. And, and the kids thing is real. Also, I mean, I've dated a bunch of women with kids, but, you know, it, it takes a lot for me to take that next step. Um, a lot of it has to do with, like you said, the relationship with the baby dad. It also has to do with like the kid's age itself. Like if it's a if it's a little kid, like they're like five or six years old, you know that it's it, it, it's going to be a scheduling thing. It's not like they could leave the kid by themselves. They got to find a babysitter. They got to tend to the kid. The kid's going to need a lot of attention. So I found myself, OK, if I'm going to date a woman with kid, I would prefer the kid to actually be a teenager. Yeah. Teenagers could be a-holes sometimes, but you ain't really going to have to deal with them. They could leave the teenager by themselves in the house and all this other stuff. It's like basically it's a little adult. So you ain't really going to be dealing with them too, too much. That, that's it's funny you say that because, again, the first girl I ever dated that I had was a, was a single mother was the last girl I dated here in Tampa. And she was 15 years old, the daughter. Uh, like a softball phenom, right? Right up our alley right there. Right, so, right. So I got along, I would, got, I would practice. It, it was a totally different dynamic as I would imagine that I don't know, like a smaller, you know, a younger child. So I definitely would agree with you on that. And even then for me, it was a struggle, you know, dating someone that I'm used to dating someone with a career who's busy with their job. Right. But then you add the added, kind of the, the child you know the kind of responsibilities of taking her to practice staying there for practice going to school teacher you know cooking and cleaning at night and all that stuff like I looking back I really didn't handle it well you know because I was so used to the tension being on me and right. now I'm dating someone who is I'm like the fourth option you know yeah. so it's like <laughs> it's like it was a struggle and you know and you know trying to make the adjustments and we're still kind of seeing each other, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It it, it adds another element into, uh, into the relationship, man. So I I get it. Trust me. Uh, you know, it's funny. Me, me and Kenny have this conversation all the time, uh, talking about like how we felt it was easier to date when we were like in high school and college and in our twenties kind of pre social media uh the pre-social media era compared to now you think it would be easier for us because we're established you know we 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 got we're making a good amount of money where we have our careers and everything like that but to me it seems like it's harder to date right now do you find do you find that true with yourself do you find it's harder to date now than it was like back in the day before social media one thousand percent and I'm kind of new to the dating scene, you know, I've been in two and a half, two years, two and a half years. So you're talking to someone who doesn't have any dating apps. Like I'm stubborn like that. I don't use any of, I don't even know what, like what hinge. I don't even know their name. Tinder is always like, so I don't use any of that. And everyone's recommending me go on. And I'm just like, no, I don't need that. You know, but you know, hearing your podcast again and, and places where folks like us can go, and mingle with people are few and far in between. Yeah. It's either really young and loud or really boring. And there's nothing like like a nice happy hour of, you know, and, and, and Chicago has some of that in these bigger cities. I'm sure Atlanta has some of that. Like one of your podcasts says on Tuesday, she goes and has hookah. And, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's very few and far in between. And, you know, so... You know, I think the day, I think the social media, I think has people comfortable at home, swiping right or left or whatever they're doing. 
and making wild assumptions just off you know, on, on, on social media, you only show your successes, not really like your, your podcast, not really your failure. So, you know, it's, 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 it's very, um, you know, I thought I was shallow to a certain extent, but social media is, <laughs> is, is like the bottom of the lowest of the bars. And so, yeah, I totally agree with you, with you and Kenny. Yeah, definitely. It is a struggle to date um, where like, I mean, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. And then someone like me who, until I get the hello, I'm really shy. Right. right. So it's very tough for me to go up to someone at a bar and say, hey, my name is Wally. What, like, I don't even, that even feels weird, just me practicing with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, right. No, so I feel I you. Think, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got to feel that vibe. She got to be looking at you or something for you to approach yeah. her. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm the same way, man. For real. In for a weird real. way, I tend to date a lot, you know, in my industry because it's like, you'll see them multiple times. You're introduced through a third party. There's mm -hmm. already like someone there to give you kind of the alley-oop so you can go ahead and like slam dunk it. Like it's not all up to me because if it was, Jesus, I don't know what I would do, but. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, I tend to kind of to date within kind of, you know, my industry. So, you know. Do, do you find that a little difficult sometimes because, okay, what if you date somebody within your industry it doesn't work out too well, but you still have to deal with them either on like a business type level, because this is something I go through all the time. Um, mm -hmm. Working in the entertainment industry is like, yeah, I come across all types of beautiful women and stuff like that. But chances are, if it don't work out, I'm going to see them at an event. I'm going to have to work with them on, on some sort of project or something like that. And it could just be very awkward. So sometimes I... I, I try to try to zig when others zag, but uh, do you find it to be a conflict of interest sometimes dating with your in your industry, or does that the prospect of like having to do business with you kind of eh, give you hesitancy? Yeah, it's definitely it can be some uncomfortableness, but I just pack up and leave the city, Josh. I just go. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm just Johnny out of there that's why i've been in like california chicago new york orlando tampa dominican public in like the last six years i'm just like let's go right. but no no in all honesty um yeah i think that um one thing that served me really well is being honest and transparent and clear my intentions so even when i do date in the industry i'm really clear with where i would like you know kind of this relationship to go and i've been sometimes been very aggressive saying hey i really want you with me and then that's probably not has worked. And another time I was like, you know, Chicago, hey, I'm just here for a good time. And, you know, and I'm really honest. And, and, and sometimes that can be a problem because sometimes, you know, we, as human, it's human nature, we want to conquer things that we can't. So, you know, and that's been, you know, it's been an interesting um, um, observation in that aspect where it's like, when I really tell, you know, the girls I'm dating, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. Let's just have some fun this summer. It's right. Like that's when they really that's when it's like it's almost a reverse psychology kind of thing sometimes with me. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like that, too. It's like what I, I don't I can't have. That's what I want. I'm like, I want that one, you know. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I feel you, man. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to wrap it up on this. This question right here. I saw a post on uh, Instagram the other day and it, I forget who said it. It was like some influencer or IG model, but she said something to the effect that if a man is over over 30 or 35 and he's single with no kids, watch out because he got some sort of issue. 
Why do you think people feel like that? Because we fall into that demographic, you know what I'm saying? Like we're we're over 35. We don't have any kids or anything like that. You know, we're we're, we're heterosexual men. We like women. Mm -hmm. But why do people automatically assume that there is something wrong with us? Because, okay, I'm not shooting at the club. I, I wear protection. I know how to pull out and, and all that other stuff. Like, so, why, why, and I like women. Why does there have to be something wrong with us? Why do you think there's that perception? Dude, nobody, you know, it's, I always talk about this. And, you know, nobody understands a unicorn either. And we're unicorns, right? We're a like rare that. breed. Yeah, yeah. We're a rare breed for us to be brown successful, decent, family-oriented. You know, we went to, a, we had a great education. I would always thank our high school, great education with That's decent, right. they raised us to be decent, honest men. Um, uh, I think we're, that we're unicorns and people just kind of just don't understand that. So they're curious, you know, they, they kind of look at us and they're like, wow, what's, what's wrong? You know, what's, what's, where's his crazy, right? I've gotten that. Right, what's right, your, yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, I've gotten that in the past three weeks. What's your crazy? And I'm like, right. I'm just me. It's just that I'm just going through life and trying to figure things out. And I'm still 40, trying to figure now another part of one part of my aspect of my life I figured out a little bit. So now I'm trying to figure out the other part. And and like I said, man, we're like that pink elephant. Nobody understands us. We're rare to be seen. And people should really, you know, single women and you know, women who are single, whether with kids or not, should really not think like that because it's really you know it really um not only affects you know us and gives us kind of you know and it's funny because that video have you seen the video though that whole video with no, the i haven't seen the whole video because the the, the 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 kind of freeze frame the post says don't trust but when you go in the video the girl explains she's like and that's a wrong approach like she right. kind of says yeah so so i kind of you know that's that's my thing i think that we are so especially as brown men, I mean, imagine a single mom meets you and she's like, oh my God, you're the president of, of Sirius and Pandora and you don't have any <laughs> kids and you come from a good educated family. Right. What's wrong with you? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's almost too good to be true. And, you know, and, and unfortunately in, in, in society, especially, you know, and with our, within our dynamics and our community, it is rare to have an educated, single, successful man with no kids who's actually a decent person. That's and right. Who is, yeah, so that's, I think that's, and, and, and most importantly, he doesn't really have a kind of an agenda. So I think that, that, that um, we're just too good, man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> we're just too good. I, I, I like that. I like that. You know, I think that's a good place to end it. What's your <laughs> IG? So if uh, a woman is listening to this podcast and she's interested, she could slide up in your DM. 1000%. I'm uptown with an S Wally. I'm the only Wally uptown. So they own, I, they own uptown owns me. I'm, 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 you know, we uptown kids. So uptowns Wally, W-A-L-L-Y on Instagram. Yeah. That's right, man. Follow my guy. You can follow me at posterchildj one. That's the letter J and the number one. And this has been another episode of successful and single until next time, be safe and keep God first.